0: Post post look we on first team this season. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 121 of Survival of the Fitted. I am Joe Williams. No nickname, but it's all good because I have a great co-host alongside of me. Mr. Ian Pierno. how are you doing today, my dog? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I've had a lot of fun
1: this week. Um, obviously, last week we talked some about the... Uh, the previous League Fits Hall of Fame inductees. And by mm-hmm. the time this pod drops on Friday, January 6th, the new class, the class of 2023, the first League Fits Hall of Fame class in three years, two years, I don't know, um, will have fully dropped. And it's been really fun going through either reminiscing of some memories that like I remember and were so cool, or mm-hmm. honestly, like I can't even lie, just like learning stuff. Um, you know what I mean. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. You want to run through the four uh, inductees real with me, real quick?
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. we Got four um, new people getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. This is big news, guys. This is big news. It is the biggest, the only Sports Hall
1: of Fame that matters. Period. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have the class of 2023 is Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. Sue Bird.
0: Mm Mhm. Kobe Bryant, yes, sir, and Pat Riley. This one threw me for a loop. I'm not gonna hold you, because I was looking. I was I was looking for players. I was like I was thinking of players, and I seen us. I was like, oh, dang, makes a lot of sense, but wasn't on the forefront of my mind. All right. Well, then let's start with talking about Pat Riley.
1: Um, It was one that, like, I know who he. Like, when you think of who Pat Riley is, like, what do you remember him for?
0: When I think of Pat Riley, I forget who it was. Uh, Udonis Haslam. Udonis Haslam has this quote where he's like, I don't fear anybody. But like when I first got to Miami, Pat Riley scared me because I I watched like The Godfather and he just scared the crap out of me. So that's the first mm-hmm. thing I think of when I think of Pat Riley.
1: Me me too. I always like when I think of Pat Riley, because, you know, I'm 25. I think of Pat Riley, the Miami Heat GM, you know, mm-hmm. helped put together the Heatles Et cetera, et cetera. And like I knew he coached like, you know, in the 90s and 80s, but like I wasn't like too familiar like I knew he coached the Knicks at some point, but I wasn't really familiar with his impact. Um, after doing a little bit of research, because I think that's one thing we've always looked for, right? Is like an NBA coach that dresses really cool. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. it just never happens. We were kind of like, ooh, Quinn Snyder and Steve Kerr wore vans one time. I remember that. Interesting. Um, But there's never really been, like, a swaggy NBA coach. Um, And then I found myself looking at these photos of Pat Riley on when he was the Knicks coach in the 90s. And, oh, my gosh. And, like, suits can be boring. But suits can also be so cool if you're that guy. So he had, like, the different colored suits, the ties, like – the baggy trousers, the slicked back hair—like mm-hmm. it was so iconic and just like so New York. And I was like, I totally understand why this guy is a legend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I, I want to know, was,
0: like, how much? Oh no, like, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, go, no, you good, I wanted, you good. I wanted, I would, I, would uh, I wanted to know, like, how much of that is the look versus how much of that is just strictly like the clothes that he's putting on? Is it all? I think it's
1: probably a mix of both.
0: Yeah, that and his personality.
1: Um, but like that whole what he was was so influential. Um, I was talking to Adam Figman, um, who's our boss, and um, he was like, "He's like, yeah, you think Pat Riley's cool now?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, maybe the coolest ever." And he was like, "Okay, you need to watch this movie, and the movie is called Wall Street, not Wolf of Wall Street, just Wall Street. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically this movie about like Martin Sheen, um, and he's like." trying to like he's like a young buck trying to make it on wall street then he Mm -hmm. meets this like older super successful rich guy i shouldn't say older but just a super successful rich guy older than him um rich guy who's like you know basically gonna help put him on in the industry um the twist is is that the older guy who's like insanely wealthy he does like insider trading um but anyway he has like which is like illegal Um, but anyway he has like slicks back hair he wears like the collared shirts, where like the 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 shirt is like stripes, but like the collar is all white. The suspenders, oh, yeah. like of the them baggy ones. dressy One of them um, trousers. And uh, Adam was telling me he's like, yeah, apparently like this character, this like insider Wall Street trader guy, um, was inspired by Pat Riley. Wow. And I thought that was just like a hunch, but then if you like look up the movie, um, it even like says that in the description. Anyway, I watched the first half of the movie last night. I got like so sleepy because I was traveling all day. Um, so I ended up passing out, I'm gonna finish it today. But I watched it and then it made me think Pat Riley. I don't know if it made me think that Pat Riley was a better person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, this guy has so much swagger. He is so yeah. cool. Um, so anyway, if you're like in your early 20s, mid-20s, whatever, like me and Joe and you didn't get to witness um Pat Riley's just swagger as the coach of the Knicks in the nineties. Um, pop on the movie uh Wall Street, and then I think
0: you'll you'll kind of get it. Is in the movie Wall Street, is is that guy like intimidating at all? Is that oh, guy like a polarizing shit. figure? Yeah, okay, for sure. Cause I always looked He's at Pat like, Riley and I was like, man, this guy looks like the guy who's like I'm gonna give you an offer that you can't refuse. Type of, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this dude's mad intimidating. I could only imagine him like, cause did he coach the Lakers or am I absolutely tripping? Like the Showtime? Um, yeah, I, yeah. No. He was a coach of the Lakers.
1: He coached Magic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, dog, that must be so like just intimidating. I wonder if he still had the polarizing effect when he was younger, as he does now. But either way, that's he was saying, still like, pretty swaggy because I was looking
1: at some old photos of him and Magic. He still had mm-hmm. it. For sure, um, but yeah, dude was like, like, like in the movie, the dude is like a total shark, right? Like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's like a billionaire because inflation and shit, but super rich. But anyway, he's basically just like fucking over these other dudes that are like even richer than him, and they like come and yell at him, and like he's the one like intimidating
0: them. Oh wow, yeah, That's far He's like ever well, ever now that you brought my
1: mother into this, I actually haven't, bro.
0: Dang, yeah, for sure. Probably like the same vibe.
1: Yeah, I got to watch that. And you probably combine those two characters, make them a basketball coach, GM, whatever, and you have Pat Riley. Uh, Yeah, I think of all, I don't know, I was going to say of all the photos we've been posting and whatnot for this League Fits Hall of Fame, I was going to say his might have been my favorite.
0: I think it's it's a little interesting angle. It's an interesting angle because he's like a coach, he's always on the sidelines. So his photos aren't necessarily like tunnel pictures. I think they're like, cater towards more of the aesthetic side because I think yeah. anything on the sideline is that it beats anything in the tunnel. That's just like my little hot take for the episode. So I feel mm-hmm. like maybe like that contributes to it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Not just like the location, but like, because he's on the side, you know, when guys are walking through the yeah. tunnel, they're usually like listening to music in motion. They're in motion. It's like not easy. Straight to like, face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I think like the best, like think about forget fit pics, but the best sports photos you know, some of them are like the guys getting dunked on, things like that. But like, really, if you really break it down, the best sports photos are the reactions. Whether it's like hands and in, in, like hands on your face after something horrible happened, like guys mm-hmm. like laying on the ground after a winning shot was hit against them, or like the celebrations or like the arguing and things like that. Mm-hmm. And as the coach, like it's kind of your job to be animated and react to what's going on on the court. So, like, all these Pat Riley photos, he's, like, screaming or, like, locked into a discussion. And, you know, that's something we don't really get in the tunnel. Um, You know, it's just straight face, nonchalant, whatever. But these Pat Riley, like, photos, not only are, like, these outfits so cool, not only is this look so cool, but, like, you can, like, see the emotion and and shit behind it.
0: Yeah, and not to just, like, go crazy just talking about Pat Riley because we do have other people on this inductee list. But I will say this, I also want to say shout out to Pat Riley for the fact that he kept the look together because even though he was animated, he like still had the cool slick back hair, like slick back hair at the end of the night. Clothes were Mm -hmm. still intact because it just makes me think of uh, Michael Jordan's Last Dance documentary. When yeah. he was talking about Doug Collins and Doug Collins would be drenched in sweat and his hair would look all crazy. He'd go into the locker room and be like, let's go, MJ. I'm like, bro, you look like you got ran over by a train by halftime. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Pat Riley kept it together the whole time. So, like, shout out to Pat Riley for that because that was pretty cool. That's a funny point that I totally forgot yeah. about.
1: It's like, yeah, how are we supposed to take you seriously as a coach? You look like a. a <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it
0: like he picked you up in the parking lot, dog. Like, looking crazy. That's crazy, though. Yeah. All
1: right, another guy worth talking about,
0: friend of the pod, of course, Dwayne Wade. What a flex! Wade. What a flex to be able to say Dwayne Wade is a friend of the pod. That's such a dope flex. Like, I'm I'm not gonna lie so to cool. you. It
1: is it is a pretty dope flex. Yeah. Um. Same deal. It was super fun going through his old stuff. Of course, a lot mm-hmm. of like uh, his like more viral moments uh, were ones that you know subtle flex coming, subtle flex coming. Uh, we mm-hmm. already knew about cuz we uh, talked to him this summer. Um but anyway, it, it was funny going through like some of his moments. I just pulled up league fits on my phone to look at him again. Like mm-hmm. who knew that like Dwayne Wade went through a uh, like fedora phase? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um but I think probably my favorite moment. We are we obviously already knew about like the Capri thing, but there's yeah. this one game um in 2012 where he pulls up to the game He's just wearing like a white dress shirt, and it's tucked into just like pink trousers. Wearing like some like Louis Vuitton sneakers, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, it's like I don't want to say regular, but like you know, it's a chill fit. It's a dress shirt, pink pants, yeah. And uh, but it's it, it just showed how important like guys like him played in setting like opening the door for like the Kyle Kuzma's of today. Because the video mm. of him walking into the arena, it's like, you know, NBA and TNT or ESPN or whatever. They're like, hey, yo, what's this dude wearing? He got the pink <laughs> pants. da 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 You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, was, that was viral. And, like, today, that, you know, respectfully, that doesn't go viral, but just shows, like, I think part of, like, picking these Hall of Fame people isn't just, like, who had the craziest outfits. It's, like, who played a role in creating League Fits and making NBA outfits matter. And outfits like this totally did. Um, And the other cool thing about it, I think which really made it my favorite Dwayne Wade moment, was um, in the post-game presser, he already knows that like they're talking about his pants. So he walks up, he sits down, he's like, I heard they're giving me hell in the studio for my pants, and I just want to say that they're mad because they couldn't rock them like me. It, yeah, they can't. I probably did get it exactly yeah. correct. Yeah, because <laughs> they couldn't pull it off. Yeah, yeah. And we don't get a lot of iconic League fits quotes because you know FitPix is kind of what runs our world. Mm-hmm. Gah! that's so fire!
0: That's so that's a, fire! Yeah, I watched quote. that
1: video. Oh my gosh! So sick.
0: So. It's so dope because I remember like this moment, like actually in real time, like I really do remember being in middle school. Oh, for real? And yeah, I did. I, I don't even know. I wasn't even in tune with clothes at that point, but I just was in tune with Dwayne Wade, right? Like superhero of the culture. And I remember that moment, like the pink pants were like as iconic as like the lensless sun or the lensless frames that Russell Westbrook is wearing. Like it all played like a part. And I'm just like appreciative of the fact that I actually got to like live that out in real time. But that's crazy. And I'm also like, when we did the podcast with him, I remember saying the pink pants and he like went off on a tangent of being the pink pants. So I will take like unofficial credit for the fact that I got to kickstart that conversation on that episode. But it's crazy. And also he had the pink finger thing, too. I don't know if that like was intentional or played a part, but he had like a little pink finger wrap or whatever in the postgame presser. But shout out D-Wade. I feel like D-Wade kind of like kicked off like the little high fashion, maybe in the NBA, like the high fashion
1: i I think he mentioned think like him
0: and Mello were in first, or was it one of the first people at Fashion Week, according yeah. to them?
1: He and Mello went to Fashion Week in 2011, and I think they were the first basketball players. to Like, I don't know if I'm sure. I'm sure another basketball player went at some point. Maybe like Tony Kukach or like someone from Europe or something. Mm-hmm. But they were definitely, definitely the first players to go and like sit front row. Pretty cool. Um, And now you can be like the Orlando Magic backup point guard and sit front row at at Fashion Week. You know, there's
0: probably... Yeah, we got to stop getting Orlando... We got to stop giving Orlando these strays. Because every time we come up with... Every time we like mention this talking point, it's always the Orlando Magic point guard. We got to... Orlando got to be a little bit more... Orlando
1: probably is like the most obscure NBA
0: team. Them or maybe Indiana. I was thinking of that the other day. I'm like, bro, I feel like if this expansion does happen... Pretty sure it used to be the Minneapolis Lakers and the San Diego Clippers. Unless I'm absolutely tripping. We got to get a team in San Diego. I know California is kind of like a little spoiled when it comes to like professional sports. but Like Sacramento can get the boot. Like Sacramento does not. I've been to Sacramento. Sacramento does not deserve an NBA team. No disrespect. I'm sure the culture out there is amazing. But just like in geographic, you know what I'm saying, to California. someone who grew up in California. Like I go to Sacramento. I'm like, bro, how do y'all function down here? So like, I don't know. Like the beam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, either way. Shout out to D Wade. Yeah.
1: Uh shout out to D Wade. Um, all right. Next up, we'll talk about Sue Bird. She was the mm-hmm. second WNBA player to be inducted right after Capu Pondexter Dexter. Um, Sue Bird was swaggy. Um, especially in like the the clothing years of closing years of her career. Like she mm-hmm. definitely like went out on top. Like You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of like the older athletes, um, you know, dressing every single game is like a lot of effort. So like a lot of the guys kind of slowed down a little bit. This is like definitely not the case for Sue. Like some of her hardest outfits ever came in the last few years of her career. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think probably my favorite Sue moment was when she uh, her last All Star game. I forget what city it was in. Um, I think it might have been Chicago. But they had like two like media appearances, I guess, like two like orange carpet moments. Orange
0: carpet, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, both moments, she just like showed
0: up, stunted out. W. Mm. That's fire. Um, oh yeah, one time for the athletes to like go out on a bang, you know, like the D. Wade's of the world, where like D. Wade like started like dyeing his hair post retirement, started getting cool tattoos. Tim Duncan, um, who I'm sure will be on this list too. But yeah, as far as Sue Bird, bro, like my favorite moment was like for sure the bubble and like her and Meg Rapino, who I'm pretty sure is her partner, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One time for like the couples who like get fly together. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty sick thing to be able to connect on. So that's my favorite moment. It's pretty far. Fun, Fun
1: fact um meg rapino was like so fly at two birds wnba bubble games you know during the during like the heat of the pandemic i think I know uh, you're gonna she, say. she was just like running like league fits engagement like she was getting more likes mm-hmm. than like everyone else who had hype at that time which was like you know prime rookie tyler harrow and like some other guys anyway meg rapino was just running up league fits engagement so mm-hmm. she's technically the only basketball player to O- only non basketball player to ever get a League Fits award. Yeah, um, we just made one up. We were like, the what was that? Like summer 2021, I guess. Summer 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah. 2020. So we're October ish like, so, or something like that. Y- yeah, we just made a summer 2020 League Fits MVP award and gave it to her.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the highlight right now. the The official thing was the League Fits Summer MVP. Megan rapino pretty <laughs> crazy <laughs> just some shit
1: the- that we made up just <laughs> yeah. to give it to her and then we never did it again and i think we yeah. knew we would never do it again
0: yeah and uh, the caption is i don't care if she hoops meg is your league fit summary fee no one can argue this though this is like yeah. objective information <laughs>
1: uh, oh my gosh before we move on though i i would, one more sue moment because you know a yeah. lot of the photos that we were posting were like you know some more recent stuff, which makes sense because like the WNBA didn't really start documenting the tunnel until like pretty recently. Um, but I was like, we have to get like some some older stuff in there. She was drafted in two thousand two. That's a year she before like yeah, that's a year before Boy, LeBron, LeBron D Wade, and and Melo. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I was going through some of those older photos, and you, I'm sure you saw those too. These like two thousand four like white backdrop like style photos and mm-hmm. like if you didn't know it was like sue bird like it could have also been like promotion for like a disney channel show
0: like yeah like a macy's
1: yeah. ad sears ad or something <laughs> no, that. That, that was a stray no that, that was my, bad, my fault, you just dog. did her no dirty like i was making it cool store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're watching the Disney Channel. It's like one of them ones, which is like, cool.
1: It was not cool being on the wall at Sears,
0: Sears, Mervin's. Like,
1: but you know what? Being on the ad. wall of Sears in 2003 probably was sick.
0: No, it probably was. To be honest, dude, this was
1: like malls and department stores ran the world.
0: Dog, stop playing. Stop acting like this. Is I'm gonna send you this one right now. Stop acting like this isn't a department store ad. That's crazy. He's- no, but DMing yeah, minute to be on League on leak Fits or my account, uh, your account. Either way, you you feel me, it is what it is. But as a whole Sears advertisement, son, this is back when the clothes had like no name, no brand recognition, it could have been anything, mm. which oh, is bad. fire. That's literally what we talk about <laughs> being sick
1: today. Oh my gosh, I'm looking yeah. at this photo right now. This could be like a senior portrait.
0: It could be. She could play for like the volleyball team. She's just getting like her senior pictures in the summertime. Yeah.
1: Super did comment on this uh, post with a bunch of laughing emojis. And then she said, sometimes memory lane is a bumpy trip. Shout out to the early 2000s. And then with the like chef emoji and then like Mm -hmm. "Ah!" tongue out emoji. Um, And I just want to let Sue know that it was not bumpy. These are fire. I don't care. Yeah, a little bit of says. appreciation.
0: I, these I are. Think that's these, like the. These are sick. Dude, yeah, that's like, like the, the first photo sword. of that
1: gallery. She's yeah. serving.
0: Oh, yeah, with a little hand. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, like that yeah. is like she could be a, a pop star. She could be the best point guard in WNBA history. She could be anything.
0: Yeah, I think that's the double edged sword of being so good at your craft that these like you're gonna have to like you're gonna have cool moments in 2019. But you're also gonna have quote unquote cool moments that were cool at the time in 2002. Quote unquote that's what, that's what, Joe. You know No, I'm saying for These her, she said, photos, she said bumpy road. She said bumpy road. I'm when saying you're that really she's good wrong, at something for 19 years, bumpy. you have to
1: it wasn't bumpy. It wasn't bumpy. You look at like some other players like you know other guys that have been in the league for so long, um in like their early moments, like you ever like scroll to the beginning of LeBron's Instagram page?
0: Oh, that's like one of my favorite pastimes.
1: yeah like it's like kind of i don't want to say cringy but like you know it was just silly it's silly now because it was just a different time like Mm -hmm. shoe bird objectively like you know there's like early 2000s mood boards and shit that are coming back because like that era is kind of becoming cool again and if something was going to go on the early 2000s pinterest board tumblr post whatever Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be like LeBron's early Instagram posts or whatever. Like, but these Sue Bird picks, they're making. They're gonna
0: make the yeah. They're making the list. Shout out to the Y Two K, Y Two K, Y Two K movement. But um, yeah, yeah that's fair.
1: Um, of course, the last guy that we inducted to the Hall of Fame saved him for last, and a lot of people were able to guess who was going to be inducted in because we had like a, a graphic that had the silhouettes of you know Kobe, Sue, Pat, and Dwayne. And a lot of people are guessing Pat based on the silhouette. A lot of people are guessing Dwayne. I don't know how. Um, a lot of people got <laughs> Sue. Not a lot of people, I don't think anyone actually guessed Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah. and I think it's probably just because and I feel like his silhouette's probably the easiest to recognize because you know he got a smooth bald head. Um, but like he we all just oh, okay. associate him with basketball so much. So it's hard to even think about him in a league fit sense. Like mm-hmm. If league fits around was around when Kobe was like actively playing, I don't think Kobe would follow it or like give a shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, like the league fits Hall of Fame induction probably doesn't matter to him. Um, but he was so fly, and I forget about that because you know when. What's your favorite Kobe moment ever?
0: Like on the court.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, though. It's going to be an on yeah, point, yeah. moment, right? Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. My favorite Kobe moment, probably his last game ever, to be honest. We all have favorite sure. Kobe moments. in this... Low-key, dude,
0: I cried. I mean, I cried, too, but I won't think of my favorite moment. Fun fact, dude. Kobe Bryant was the reason why I started watching basketball. Like, I pivoted off of street skating because my uncle showed me the 2009 NBA Finals when he played against Dwight Howard. I was like, who's this guy? He's like, his name's Kobe Bryant. He's like the best player. I was like, this is crazy. I had never heard of him before that, but God rest his soul. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Agreed. Um, but yeah, so
1: you know, everyone's going to say basketball moments, but despite like his basketball moments being like a two hundred out of ten, like his outfits were still at ten out of ten. Yeah, um, and there's so much range too. Like there's like first off, one of the best draft suits ever, and this is before like really giving a shit about your draft suit was a thing. Um. The really early photos he had, like like the vintage Adidas and like things mm-hmm. like that, like those portraits. Um, of course, like one thing that I feel like we were posting a lot through the Hall of Fame thing was, uh, you know, guys in their like super sick championship shirts, because like a lot of like the '90s, you know, NBA Finals championship tees were just so much sicker than they are today. Um, and then Kobe Bryant beat them all out because not only did he have like sick <laughs> Lakers championship tees. He also had the Jeff Hamilton jacket, which honestly might be the most famous photo of Kobe Bryant ever. I'm going to have yeah. to guess. Yeah, I think that's like a probably safe bet to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a fit pick. Kobe Bryant's that is a most iconic. Pick. Yeah, his most iconic photo ever it is a fit pick. And yeah. you could honestly argue that it's the most iconic fit pick in NBA history. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. If anyone's like, what's your favorite Jeff Hamilton jacket? Um, Everyone's going to point to that that Kobe Bryant one after the 2001 NBA Finals. Um, So, yeah, I think like Kobe Bryant was a super deserving guy. But yeah, anyway, the championship tease, of course, in the latter half of his career with the Lakers, you know, bald head, 24 Kobe. This (laughs) thing became the suits, right? And the yeah. suits were always like so slick, especially even in like the 2010s, right? When a lot of guys were kind of struggling to, you know, make their suits look good, like because it was mm-hmm. either like be super baggy, like Allen Iverson, which is sick, or be super fitted. Um, and anything in the middle just kind of looks kind of awkward, you know, um, mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady vibes. But Kobe Bryant was like a very, 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 very rare. Uh, person that like looked so cool in suits in the 2010s.
0: Yeah, I can't even add anything to that. Like you killed it. Kind of got you hit the nail on the head on that one. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Um, that being said, still didn't name my favorite Kobe moment um, off the court. Um, I don't. I was five years old when this happened, so I don't remember. And I honestly am mad that they swept this series. But in 2002, they played the New Jersey Nets in the finals. Um, 4-0 okay. sweep. In every single game, he showed up to the game wearing a jersey from a different sport, like an iconic athlete. Um, Really? So, yeah. So he did Joe Namath, I think was game one. He wore a Joe Namath jersey, New York Jets. Broadway Mm -hmm. Joe Namath. Um, He wore a Wayne Gretzky jersey, Edmonton Oilers hockey. Um, He wore the third game. Oh, yes. He wore a... Jackie Robinson Dodgers jersey. So baseball is checked off the mark. Then for okay. game four, the closeout game in New Jersey and in East Rutherford, he wore a Michael Jordan jersey, but he wore it with like also like this like warm up shirt on the top. That's where
0: that came from? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. He
1: wore that to the game. And then before the game, he has like a pregame meal and I'm pretty sure it's like a chicken sandwich, like fries and and, and ketchup. It's on League Fits right now. I honestly want to pull it up real quick. Um and yeah, so he has like waffle fries, a chicken sandwich, uh looks like a like a tall like soda.
0: And he's, he's wearing just like me for real. Yeah.
1: Facts. <laughs> he's wearing the shades. He's got the watch on, he's got the bulls jersey, the warm-up, and he's just smiling into the camera. I think the most iconic thing about this is this photo was taken before the game. He looks
0: smug as shit. He's hella comfortable, dog. I wonder what his style right. looked like that night. Like, you know he wasn't tripping guy. at all
1: yeah. about that game. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my man eating grease, greasy food and
0: sugar before the game. But yeah, anyway, he's like soda, dog. I was like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I so so I that's am. like the most iconic photo of them. Like, all these fits are so iconic showing up to the game in the jerseys. But then the last one, eat just down in a chicken sandwich in a Mike jersey, so yeah. sick. I, I'd say that's probably my favorite. Kobe outfit moment.
0: I'm not gonna hold you. Kobe Bryant is probably the most like unrelatable person that I've ever like seen <laughs> in the NBA. Like I don't have, you the, mean you don't have the hustle you don't? I don't have I don't have the sit in the dark corner by myself and just like listen to Michael Myers music before the before the tip off. That was never <laughs> my pregame routine. But yeah. just knowing that Kobe Bryant is literally I'm I'm looking at a picture of Kobe Bryant eating a chicken sandwich, drinking soda in a Michael Jer- or a Michael Jordan jersey. I know so many other people who would want to do the same thing. So, like, that's pretty fire. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. That's probably not only, just only do the same thing, thing but do done. the
1: same thing before, like, an epic moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Kobe Bryant being unrelatable is probably the funniest thing you've actually said on this pod. You're like, I actually yeah. can't relate to Kobe Bryant at all. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, shit, I probably can't
0: either. <laughs> That's the cool thing, too, because I remember when... when uh, we were watching the Redeem Team documentary, and everybody was like on the same type of vibe on that 2008 Olympic squad. And then D-Wade's like, "Yeah," and then we got Kobe Bryant. And then Kobe Bryant was like the freaking killer personified on that team. So like, even on that team, he was an outcast. But I think his whole thing was just like he wanted to be an outcast. Like he was just like sat yeah. by himself.
1: Um, but that's what made him the greatest. That's why we can't really. He is like one of the rarest breeds of basketball players we've ever you know we've ever seen i think when it comes to like players like that it's yeah. him and mike and that's it yeah it's a great list to be on you know and I, yeah, you could on. argue kobe was probably even more obsessed with basketball than mike was
0: i think he was the most obsessive person that I ever yeah. Played sports, but that's just me. Well, like, I really can basketball. Because Michael Jordan is very obsessive.
1: He's very obsessed with gambling, very obsessed oh, with anything, He's logos. one of them ones. Anything
0: he does, he got to be the best at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's I'm just like an obsessive personality.
1: <laughs> whereas like, Kobe's just obsessed with basketball. But anyway, like yeah. those two are two peas in a pot. But yeah, you could argue nobody was more obsessed with basketball than Kobe Bryant was, which is why sure. like he doesn't come up in a lot of League Fits conversations um but you know you probably should yeah for sure um you know some of these moments are proof of that um so i think yeah overall the league fits hall of fame thing has been uh, you know so much fun rolling it out yeah. learning things reminiscing um i think there's a good chance we bring this back you know maybe it's the summer maybe it's next year um, uh-huh. off the dome who's someone
0: you would vouch for me. I've been waiting for you to ask. Year. I've been waiting for you to ask. I've been I've been holding on to my answer this whole episode. We gotta get Tim Duncan in there, dog. We gotta get Tim Duncan in there. That's like my that's like my personal pick. For for non active players, that's my personal pick. Tim Duncan. And what's the photo? Do you know what photo you use? The one that uh, you reference all the time, I think he's getting his MVP. Is MVP trophy oh, th- wearing you- the
1: Burks <laughs> getting
0: the MVP? Wearing the, <laughs> the, the Birkenstocks,
1: accepting his MBA yeah. trophy. That's like Everyone your favorite talks Tim about Duncan like photo. facts. Everyone's. Everyone always yeah. talks about Allen Iverson's effect on the like making the dress code a thing. But you yeah. could also argue that Tim Duncan showing up in Birkenstocks played did accept his MVP trophy played just as big of a role as getting the 100%. dress code started. Um, and yeah, active players right now. Russell Westbrook is the only active player. If you had to, uh, you think you could say honestly, there's nobody worthy of being inducted actively. Like you know, there's guys will eventually like Shea is obviously eventually going to make him. it probably after his playing career. But like, who is there anyone that you think would be worthy of an induction? Next year, or whatever. My thing
0: is like I want to look at the guys who like have years in the league because I don't want to just be on some like oh Shay because you know I think Shay's on his like fourth or yeah. fifth year. Um, shoot, that's really tough. I'm not gonna hold you because I would want to say JC because I think he's playing in his like eighth or ninth year, which is like not normal to play yeah. nine seasons. The NBA is a very hard thing to do. Um, but I'm gonna go with I'm, I'll go with JC. I'll go with JC. Look, that's it. Yeah. He's got the I hardware think, too, right? He's like in the MVP yeah. race every year. Facts.
1: Yeah. I think Jordan Clarkson, I don't know oh, when he'll I, make it, but no matter what, he'll make it eventually. Go
0: ahead. You just had a thought. Chris Paul. My bad. That's my pick. Chris Paul, active player. I'm going with Chris Paul. I think he's really? in that same boat, banana boat. Uh, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't true do idiot. it. idiot. <laughs> could not do it. But uh, yeah, his fits are pretty sick. So I'm going with Chris Paul. Yeah
1: interesting one he does have some moments like he had like the HBC like remember the year Mm -hmm. that he wore like all the HBCU I think it was like two seasons straight he's wore like a ton of HBCU gear Mm -hmm. Um, interesting pick Um, I don't know if I would induct one in an active player in but so much can change in a year but I think my my one who probably like deserves to get on there is probably Ty Young Tamara Young
0: she's active though?
1: no no she's retired she's not active
0: okay for sure yeah
1: yeah, I, I think Ty Young was probably like one of the first left off of this class. Um, mm-hmm. And you could actually argue that she is the best stressed WNBA player ever.
0: That's an argument to have. That is an yeah. argument to have. hmm Like maybe she, Cappy was
1: the first. Mm-hmm. Um, Sue was the, I don't want to say loudest, but like got the most eyes. But like Ty Young was, was it. And Ty Young was like a WN player that was like on like what what was the show? Um, some like Atlanta reality show. Yes. But anyway, like Ty like was like that swaggy. Was that swaggy motherfucker? Yeah,
0: is not her nickname? So, T swaggy. It is T swaggy. Front of the pod, yeah. shout out front of the pod. I think that's like the shout very out. first. If I'm not mistaken, that might have been the very first guest we've ever had. Yeah, some trip, man.
1: we love Ty, and she's from North Carolina. Um, so no spoilers, but I think uh, she's pretty solidly in the running.
0: I think everybody can agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, good memories. We're going to call it a wrap. Um, So everyone knows you should subscribe to the pod. If you don't, subscribe. Um, We're going to have some really cool guests this month. Um, We are going to be announcing something very exciting next week about All-Star and why the NBA All-Star team is the second most important All-Star team Da, 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 da. And we're also switching to once a week, and we pretty much every week we're gonna have a guest for you. Um there so stay solid. I love you. And Joe, I have a nickname for you. All right, talk to me. Talk to me. You know how when you get into the Hall of Fame, they give you a gold jacket?
0: Yes. Joe jacket. Not bad. I like alliteration. Yeah. I am a fan. Yeah. If you look back, yeah. a lot of alliteration nicknames. All right, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Joe Jacket signing off. Episode 121 in the books. Survival fit fitted, baby. Let's go. 21, Chrome Hearts. Peace. Whole squad posting, looking like we on Leaf Fits. I'll drip first team this season. I'm going to get it because I got my reasons. On the ground till my heart stop beating. Y'all look boys, made me change my demeanor Too much drip on the ground, I can't see. It. Stepping out I get five.